Alrighty, everybody. Good afternoon. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. The fantasy football season, 2023 in the books. Uh, on to 2024. And the NFL playoffs is beginning. And uh, depending on uh, your level of enthusiasm and engagement, there's plenty of opportunity to potentially do some uh, postseason type events. We got a little draft tomorrow for uh, for the postseason. Uh, but yeah, plenty of wagering to be done. And Wiz, there is certainly no lack of drama so far with eight, well, sorry, now seven coaching vacancies with, uh, with the New England Patriots figuring out their situation rather quickly. Uh, makes for a very interesting and exciting postseason, but the playoffs are ahead. Wiz, how are you doing? Yeah, doing well, and his uh, vacancies uh, open, and you got to think there could potentially be more of some of these big favorites, like uh, Dallas for sure, uh, gets upset in one of these uh, first two games. Uh, I think you know McCarthy could be uh, gone as well. So uh, the the best opening, you know, could be available. It's not even available right now. We'll have to wait and see how that plays out, but uh, it's certainly going to make for a, uh, a wild and willy um, offseason to get these positions filled. Yeah, and I think, you know, the Mike Vrabel one was somewhat surprising. There seemed to be some discontent in the building, the relationship between ownership slash GM and the coach in question. I think the Pete Carroll thing kind of surprised me uh, just on the timing of it. Uh, I know Pete is 72 years old, but he he definitely comes with more energy than most young guys. I absolutely love watching that guy on the sidelines. He's been fantastic to that organization. Uh, he was a guy I thought, wish, would, wish he would have stayed around a little bit longer as the Jets head coach. But yeah, I mean, there's a high-profile guy. You know, between all the players that have retired over the last five to seven years with like these high-caliber quarterbacks and stuff, and then these coaches, you know, I just feel like the game is going under a bit of a metamorphosis. Uh, you know, we have a different kind of quality and uh, characteristics around the way the quarterback position is played. You know, the game is changing, and you know, the old guard is definitely passing it to to this 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 whole new generation of both players and coaches. I think that's fair, and I think that's right as well. Um, you know, and uh, we're going to see, you know, it's just going to be such a different thing when you look at the Patriots. You know, you just can always count on the coaching staff and the type of games that they play. And, uh, boy, this is going to be uh, this is going to be such a, a difference uh, with some of these teams, how they're going to be, op- you know, operating go forward. And, um you know, we hope that Mayo does a does a very good job there in New England. We're going to be interested to see who he, who retains on that coaching staff and who he tries to bring in. And uh, as as Bill Belichick's career is not over yet, he's in need of 15 wins to break the all time wins record and, and surpass Don Shuler. And I, I don't think he wants to be coaching for three, four more years. He wants to get that done in two years. So. Um, We'll see where he ends up next year, which is going to be uh, extremely interesting to follow uh, as the season progresses. Yeah, player movement. Who's you know who the Bears going to take at number one? Is Justin Fields going to stay? All, it's just right. so many things to talk about. Uh, but for now, 
you know, we're going to start with these with, with the playoff games. We're going to do wagers and player props, and we decided to take it in a couple of steps. To, uh, today, we're going to tackle uh, the two games tomorrow, which will be, I, I think, it's the two candidates for coach of the year uh, in the NFL with uh, Stefanski going up against Demeco Ryans, uh, Houston hosting the Cleveland Browns uh, with Joe Flacco coming in, one of the better road records for any NFL quarterback in the history of postseason, seven and five there. Uh, last time these teams, two teams met, 37-21 victory by the Browns, uh, but there was no Stroud in that game. He was uh, dealing with those concussion effects. And in the nightcap whiz, a game that looks like is going to be played in the frozen tundra at the old Arrowhead Stadium, because that's what I call it. Uh, ticket prices are rather cheap. The game's going to be streamed on Peacock, so hopefully people get that. But we're looking at a real winter wonderland, apparently, with extremely cold temperatures uh, for that uh, game where the Dolphins um, are going to have to really figure out how to do this because uh, one, they're not used to playing in those conditions. Two, they're not successful when they do play in those conditions. Absolutely. That's going to be so interesting. <laughs> See, I am just so curious about that Dolphins uh, Kansas City game with the weather and uh, all this weather as well in uh, that could, you know, really uh, change the dynamics of the game between the Steelers and the Bills as well. But let's get to that. Let's just get to the two games um, tomorrow. The first game is Cleveland uh, is a two-point favorite right now currently uh, at the Texans. Uh, the total is 44 and a half. Um, I'll tell you, looking at this game, I, I just don't have a feel for it in terms of a side or a total. Uh, I know that Cleveland – destroyed them in, in Houston just a matter of a few weeks ago. But you got to put a big X through that game. That was with Case Keenum starting, and the Texans are just a completely different team with uh, with C.J. Stroud. And Amari Cooper went absolutely berserk in that game. But um, there's a different feel and dynamics when you watch the Texans play when C.J. Stroud is there. And even though he's a rookie quarterback – he just brings a, a certain sense of calm and uh, that the level of confidence you can just see when they're playing is is extremely different. So as far as the side and the total, I'm going to take a pass on the game. I mean, the one thing that concerns me is um, from the Cleveland standpoint of view, is, well, it's two things. One, Denzel Ward got hurt in practice uh, yesterday. And the other thing is um, Joe Flacco and those turnovers uh, – and he's thrown for a lot of yards, and he's put up lofty numbers. But part of those lofty numbers he's been putting up are turnovers as well, and you can't have that. So I'm just saying in terms of the side and the total, it's it's just a big no bet for me, no feel for it whatsoever. Do you have a view on this game in terms of a side or a total? Yeah, I do actually. Um, so it's um, – by the way, just to let you know, uh, one fumble, eight – picks since Joe Flacco's been back, but, you know, you mentioned that humongous game he's had. Um, the Brown defense has not traveled well. Uh, where they've been dominant with has been at home, uh, but, I, but I do think that game was a very different football game that we saw a few weeks ago. I mean, look, it's kind of interesting, right? But Mari Cooper goes for 250 yards. His over-under, for example, in this game is 73 and a half. Um, they get to play at home in front of their 
Texan fans who I can't remember the last time, probably five or six years ago, right? When the Texans last hosted a, a playoff game. It's probably something like that. I, I recall them hosting a game against the Bills. That might be the last time they done, did that. Um, Steve H. Stroud has had a remarkable season for rookie quarterback. Um, I'm hoping they get Robert Woods and Noah Brown because that would certainly help from a reinforcement standpoint because they will definitely have to lean on the way they did last game uh, on Nico Collins and uh, on Dalton Schultz in this game. But uh, yeah, on that was I, I don't I am leaning pretty heavily towards the Texans winning this football game. I just have a strange feeling um, about the energy around Stroud and him being the quarterback. So I'm going to take the Texans getting. Getting two points at home, that's number one. Uh, and I like the over in the game, 44 and a half. I, I think this will be an offensive game. Like I said, I don't think the Brown defense has traveled well. They've been dominant at home, not so much on the road. In fact, the Colts, I remember, in a game earlier in the season, absolutely lit them up at home. So I'm going with the over, over 44 and a half, and I'm going to take the Texans to, quote unquote, upset the Cleveland Browns. Alrighty, as far as uh, player props for this game, there's one that I like, but I'm not sure. Like I would, I would bet it right now where it's at. A few days ago, um, I took C.J. Stroud over eight and a half rushing yards. It's up to eleven and a half, and and I have a view on this that I think it's going to go over. I still think it's going to go over, but I certainly wouldn't like it. I don't like it as much at eleven and a half as I did when I put the bet in at eight and a half. Is that? When you watch Cleveland's, you know how they how they go after the passer. I mean, my goodness, Miles Garrett from one side and Smith from the other side. They are rushing hard, and they get you a lot of times. I mean, Miles Garrett is going to get you a lot of times, but the plays where they don't get the quarterback, there are some easy running lanes. It really creates a lot of running lanes, and you know when I think of C.J. Stroud. Last year when he played for Ohio State, he did not take off and run the ball at all. Not not much at all. And then when he got into that playoff game against Georgia, he showed a different dimension. I really was surprised by it. But he, he took off and ran like 11 times and had like 35 or 40 yards rushing against Georgia. I like him over. I think the same situation is going to happen where – this is going to be a type of game where he's going to do things maybe he didn't do in the playoffs, in the regular season, and take off and run. And that pass rush by those two guys on the outside just create easy running lanes. And I just think that one's going to go over. I could just see him like one of the first plays of the game, just take off and have like a 15-yard run and you win the best like right early. But um, considering the type of game it's going to be, um, high-scoring game, I agree with you, Close game should be. I want to take CJ Stroud over eleven and a half rushing yards, even where it is now. Yeah, and I have uh, I have three prop plays in the game, Wiz. Um, I, I like that. I like that bet uh, that you did make initially, uh, and I understand a little bit of squeamishness now, but it, it's a good bet. I did similarly with Dalton Schultz. It's a bet I like. It's up to forty two and a half, but it was over thirty seven and a half. He had sixty one yards in the first contest where they met. Um, again a line that's moved five yards, but I took it at 37 and a half. Uh, I'm betting over two, over one and a half touchdowns by C.J. Stroudwiz in this game. Uh, like you said, you mentioned Denzel Ward being nicked up, and I talked about the defense on the road. So I'm going to go over one and a half. And Nico Collins is too hot. You think he's going to get fed the ball regardless, Wiz. So I'm going over 71 and a half yards receiving for Nico Collins. All righty. Um, 
which you know goes in line with uh, your Texans, and you like the over. So we'll see <clears throat> how that works out. And then the second game, I'm looking at this line, is up to five points. Kansas City is up to five points, and the total is 44. And I, I'm not. I mean, I understand. Miami, the cold weather, they haven't won a game in under 40 degrees. They play in, in, in warm weather games. Every game this year has been warm weather to his record. He's from Hawaii. He played in Alabama. He played in Miami. Like, his whole career he's never really played in this type of weather. But I don't know. I, I just think when it gets to a certain point of, of, of weather in terms of how cold it's going to be, I'm not sure, like, if everyone on the field isn't uncomfortable. And I understand the reason why this line is moving up. But I'm going to say that if I had to play this game, I would take the Dolphins are getting five points. Uh, but I have a prop play that I really like in this game a lot. Um, you know, over these last years, when you see come playoff time, we've seen Travis Kelsey with his player prop in terms of receptions, either six and a half or seven and a half. I think there's a real recency bias with some of these games he's played, and it's now down to a level that I just have to play it. I'm really loving Travis Kelsey over receptions at five and a half, and I know that Rasheed Rice, actually his under and over in receptions is six and a half. I think that's a little crazy. When I watched Travis Kelsey, especially the second half, he looked like he was a tired player. I really think not playing last week, and even though he was going for a 1,000 yards, he decided to skip the game. I think that's going to do him wonders that he got himself an extra week of rest. Uh, I am absolutely loving Travis Kelsey over five and a half. I think his line is wrong. I think even with the weather, especially with the weather, I think this is the type of game where Travis Kelsey is going to get close to 10 targets. So my one player prop, and I just absolutely love it, is Travis Kelsey over five and a half receptions. Uh, I played the same one was uh, for the exact reasons that you said. I think the weather lends lends itself. To, well, I mean, I actually have a few prop bets for this one, but lends itself particularly to Travis Kelsey be the focal point. Uh, by from by the way, the Miami Dolphins defense. I, I don't know if people realize they are pulling people off the street to put on defense. That's not a joke. They have signed three different guys in the last two weeks. They have massive injuries on that front seven and. Travis Kelsey is just going to, he's not going to, these guys are not in shape to chase around Travis Kelsey, who, like you said, got some rest last week. I absolutely love the five and a half catch uh, receptions for him, even in this cold weather. That's the guy that Patrick Mahomes is going to be zoned in on. All right, and what you said, you mentioned that you had like a few, or there a few others? Uh, yeah, I, I have a few others. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, 15 and a half rushing attempts. Uh, when it's not going to Kelsey, that's who's going to be running the ball. Uh, he was very effective in the postseason last year. It just seems too low in these kind of conditions, so I'm taking the over on that, Wiz. This line moved. Uh, I made this bet uh, before, before. So Chris Jones sacks. Now, last week he got a sack that resulted in a million-dollar bonus. He doesn't have that situation this time around. When the Dolphins played the Chiefs earlier in the season, the Dolphins had four sacks in that game. Sorry, the, the the Chiefs had four sacks in that game. Chris Jones had one of them. For some stupid reason, Chris Jones' sack was 0.25, over 0.25 sacks. It's now 0.75. So even for me, I now get I get it even if he gets a half a sack. And this weather, beat-up team, I'm going Chris Jones. I took it over, over, over a quarter of a sack. 
but even over three quarters. I Chris Jones is going to sack Tua in this particular ball game, Wiz. And lastly, I like the under, Wiz. I, I just don't. I know. I know you said you like you think the Dolphins could hang around, but this weather is just. I easily can see this being like a 20, 20 to seventeen type game. 20, 24, 17. I went under forty four. I did this very early in the week. It did dip to forty three once. It's back at forty four. But I'm still sticking with it. Under forty four was in this game for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear you on that. You know, the one one that I'm just tempted to play. I, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but it just seems that once Kansas City makes the playoffs and they're in these playoff games, Patrick Mahomes rushing it goes over every single time. Like he just. You know, every other, every oh, don't say anything, Wiz. I don't know. Let me ask you a question. Don't say anything because I didn't even look at that line. I'm going to yeah. guess that line is somewhere around 21, 22 yards. It's, I think people are onto it. It's, you know, or at least the line makers are. It's a 25 and a half. Okay. But I, I got to look at the stats of this. But I just think, like, when it's, once he gets the playoffs, like, or these big games, he just takes off and runs and, um, you know, he, he's kind of fearless, fearless in that way. Uh, but at 25 and a half, that's pretty lofty. But I'm going to keep my eye on that one. But um, but the one that we both seem to like is uh, the Kelsey over receptions. That's going to be my uh, my main play in this game. He ran for 24 yards the first contest against the Dolphins, by the way. Yeah, I remember the game. That was the game in, in London, I think. Um, yep. Uh, Germany, Germany, uh, Germany. Oh, in Germany they played, right. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, like I said, once he gets the playoff time, he kind of, like, doesn't mess around. He takes off and runs and does that more often in the playoffs uh, than he probably does in the regular season. So I'm going to keep my eye on that one, and uh, and that's it. So the, I think that's uh, our thoughts on these two games. Anything else you wanted to add about these two games tomorrow? Nope. Good luck uh, Good luck on the bets. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do a prop podcast tomorrow that we'll have the Sunday and Monday night games related, read, uh, that we're going to cover. So we'll be doing that. Uh, but we thought it was smart to get these out. And there's still some injury stuff that needs to be decided, especially with that Monday night game. So we'll be keeping our eyes out. But Guru and Wiz will be putting out a second podcast for the playoffs, Wiz. You got it. All right. So Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Enjoy the first two games tomorrow. Should be fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back at you with another podcast uh, before the games kick off on Sunday. Have a good one, Wiz. You take care.